R and D postage stamp TVs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, do I feel small and sheepish now? Um, and that's a great way to kick off the 49th episode of the Overclock Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for finding us. Um, o v r c l k d underscore z a. That's who we are. Overclock z a. Joined as always by Gavin Dudley, editor of Tech Magazine. Gavin, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's good to be here. Hi, folks. Yes, we are going to explore Gavin's privilege today, but that's later. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're listening to this podcast, I know it just sounds like two guys mouthing off, but we're trying to deliver some value. You can either tell us how to deliver more value by um, sending email to overclocked, that's the whole word, without, with all the vowels in it, overclockedza at gmail.com, or just tell your friends and tell them to catch a load of our podcast and tell us what you'd like to hear about. Okay, it sounds like we're mouthing off, but actually we're trying to generate some value. Yes, we're trying to save you money and give you better options. Cool. First of those better options, Gavin, mm. we have a new Boobas um, yeah, smartphone yeah, I, in I, the world. I would hesitate to call it a better option, but I'm just bitter <laughs> and twisted about it. Otherwise, well, they've given you options within the category. Okay, so well. what is the product that we're talking the about? The Galaxy Note, Samsung Galaxy Note 10, launched last week. Um, was everything that we expected it to be except that there's two sizes and there's a bit of difference between the plus and the non-plus version uh what are your quick thoughts kevin just top line uh top line i've always been closer to a note user myself it's a more business oriented phone the difference between the note and the s series obviously is the stylus and they continue to pack features into the stylus i think they're totally overdoing it a simple stylus does it for me but um i do like the business air of the note it, it's kind of it's got square cut corners it feels more business like that's always worked for me the build quality is fantastic and it, you know as usual it's got aces of everything yeah, yeah. okay cool yes yeah, so there's two flavors of note 10 um the regular one which is a 6.4 inch device it's pretty much the size of a galaxy s10 we've obviously trimmed down the bezels all the way There's, there is a bezel but it's like so much yeah, it's one of my bugbears you can't pick up the phone without touching the blooming screen exactly okay. mm -hmm. uh, they've trimmed down the camera cutout and they centered it now which is it's going to be better for my ocd yeah <laughs> well for those who are unaware they've drilled well, and i hesitate to say drilled there's a tiny little circular hole for want of a better expression it's not actually a hole there's just a circular yeah. dot at the top of the screen that they use for the front camera and sensor and so on um which is really quite miraculous how they've how they've managed to put a little hole in the middle of yeah. the screen but it works yeah, so they've trimmed that down it's now only caters to like the actual aperture of the camera mm -hmm. and so there's nothing like around it everything else will move behind the screen mm -hmm. and it's got the ultrasonic fingerprint sensor so it's completely clean up front mm. um, that means you press on the screen yeah. to unlock yeah so the little one they both don't come with headphone jacks but the little one comes without an, a micro sd card slot mm. oh that's right that, yes. that's another big drop there for me although we <laughs> 256 gigabytes yeah. of internal storage. At some storage. point, we should discuss the memory card in the phone thing. Is it time? Yeah, over? I think 128 mm. gigs is the threshold. Like yep. if you're sure. packing sure. 128 Agreed. gigs Agreed. on your phone, sure. unless you're shooting 4K video all the time, yeah. like you shouldn't be filling that up. Okay. I actually had this conversation with my so, father-in-law. So we're talking about losing the memory card slot on one model, not yes. both. But we've lost the headphone jack on both. Yes. Yeah. And then the little one is also. Thank you. It's a 1080p screen and not the 1440. Yeah, my tired eyes can barely tell the difference, I've got to tell you. But um, my thing is, you're spending, I think it's like 19k for the, the little one. Mm -hmm. 
um, if you're spending up to 20 grand on a phone mm. and you're not getting a 1440p screen. Yeah, then you feel a bit robbed. Yeah. Although in practice you can't tell the difference. But in practice you shouldn't be spending 20k oh, on a phone, I, but I, never I can, mind. I can, tell, I can tell the difference now. I, 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 used, I ran my, when I was testing the, the LG G8, mm-hmm. which is 1080p screen. Currently was, one of our favorite phones. Yes that we're recording on right now. Mm. Um, I was running my Samsung Galaxy S and the LG G7 thank you at 1440 at full resolution just to check like the battery drain and all things like that and you notice. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Well, I I don't because I don't spend so much time staring at my phone. You know, I'm glancing at it. Um, You know, I play games like Sudoku, you know, really high high resolution games, you know, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, moving on. S10 Plus is a 6.8 inch screen uh, memory card reader, SD card, micro SD card reader comes back. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive. Faster internal storage as well. Mm. UFS 3.0. Um, faster pretty much everything. And a 1440p beautiful screen. Best screen on the planet right now according to display. The, the element might, might be the case. Yeah, in fact. Set yeah. or match 13 new records for a display. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> On display. Again, you know, the things you're barely going to notice when you're typing out that email, you know. Uh, things I don't like about it. I'm actually busy making a video right now about all the... Because the, the code name for Note 10 was DaVinci. Mm. Um, supposedly because it was going to be all the phone you would ever need. Mm. And... Okay. They just stole. You know that thing about Picasso where he said, great artists steal? Okay, so the of. Note 10 kind of just steals from everybody. There was a controversy between like the metal that they were using. Okay. In the first promo video, they said it was it was a stainless steel mm. frame. Mm. But I do I do like stainless since steel. Since rescinded and oh. said it's aluminium. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite a big bloody difference, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a collection of like hodgepodge stuff that they've sold it from all over. Dex yeah, has yeah, improved, yeah. which is great for me. I'm a big Dex well, user. Okay, let's just talk about Dex for a minute. Okay, we say improved. So Dex is short for Samsung's desktop operating system that allows you to take the phone, plug it into a monitor, and an entire new operating system boots up on the screen, which is running on your phone, but it allows you to use the phone as a computer plugged into a big screen. You can use your mouse and keyboard, all this sort of thing with it, but the phone becomes the computer, plugs into a big screen, use a mouse and keyboard. This is Dex. So Lindsay and I are both big fans of Dex. We thought maybe it pointed the way to the future of computing. The computer would be the phone. You would plug in peripherals, but you would always have your computer with you. Um, And now they've done something quite different to Dex. Dex now runs as an application on top of Windows. Uh, Yes, so so there's a a Mac app and a Windows app Mm. that you can install on your laptop. Then just connect the USB cable from your phone. Straight into your PC. And you can emulate Dex on your laptop. Which is okay. great and not so great yeah, all at I, the same time. Yeah, because that, that kind of defeats the whole turn your handset but into now a you computer. Can do, you that can do we, things like you can drag and drop files between the yes. two. So, okay, so what you're getting is you, you're taking a single cable from the phone straight into the PC. Yes. Okay, but now on the PC you run the Dex app and it runs in a little window like Windows. And you can, in fact, drag files off the phone, which is in the Dex bar. You can drag it into Windows back and forth and so on, which is yes. quite, quite mind-bending if you think about it. Just swapping phones, uh, swapping um, data to and from your phone in that way. But it defeats the whole use the phone as a computer system. Right? I, I don't know. I think it gives me a couple more options because my, my laptop is aging now. And now this gives me pause for thought because the last Windows 10 update 
mm. has done wonders to the speed okay. of my laptop. So adding in some extra RAM so it can just run a little bit quicker. So I, have, I then, haven't actually done this, but can you take your DeX window, maximize it to the full screen I'm windows sure, and run inside there, operate I'm, inside I'm sure there. you could. I'm so sure you work could. in DeX on Windows, yeah. but you use DeX as your operating system. On your system. laptop, yeah. So yes. you don't need to bring an extra screen yeah. or an extra mouse or right. keyboard. It's like all there. Okay. It's, I, I, I okay. dig it. I, I really dig it. I was dig also, the idea, certainly, yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan of, of the Motorola laptop. Oh, yes, I believe you're still ago. using it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I still have an Atrix. My okay. wife has made me sell Atrix, that's right. or get rid of all my other <laughs> things. I just hold that yeah. as a trophy of like this was. Of a buying one phone. era. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I dig what they're doing. Um, I don't think it's, it's a massive change from the, the S10s. I yeah. think the S10s are still a much better deal right now, especially Ooh. the S10 Plus. Okay. Um, you're getting a headphone jack. Um, mm. You're getting a better screen if you're yeah. buying like the smaller Note. Mm. And yeah, the stylus, I, 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 I don't think the, the wand waving. Okay. I, no, yeah. I, I love the stylus. Okay, tell us about the wand waving. So they've put an accelerometer now inside the stylus. Inside the stylus. So you can do things like switch between apps or you, you like wave by waving the little I'm waving my, my hand around so it's your like little pencil you're holding the little pencil and you're yeah. waving it around and the battery life is up to I think it's 14 hours now from a charge I think they're getting seriously carried away here I don't think people are power using the stylus I think most people are using it to tap on the screen yes. and occasionally annotate things and make a few I, notes I, 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 use, I use a note to take notes handwritten notes mm -hmm. um, which now with the Note 10 has full-on export to a Microsoft Word document. Right. So it's like handwriting to text recognition yeah, that you OCR. can export directly yes. as a Microsoft Word document, which right. for me would be okay. incredible. I have to say, no matter how carefully I try and write, my handwriting just comes out like a complete mess when yes. I write on glass with a stylus. I mean, mm -hmm. I, so I take notes that I can comprehend, but there's no way it's going to be able to translate and that. And then back I use the S Pen as a mouse on a, a smartphone. I screen. see. Okay. So right, right, right. Right. Okay. And yeah, I, I dig it. So all in all, it's it's a great move. It's a great step forward, incremental step forward. Mm. Uh, Samsung are talking up a big game for the future. Uh -huh. So next year is going to well, be like new everything. But I think the hamstrung, they're hamstrung by whatever Qualcomm pushes out as a chipset because yeah, they have to match. Yeah that right. with, with the Exynos chip. Again, again, I think, as I've said before, in fact, I said this in last week's show, I think there's more Samsung attention on this Fold phone because that represents a whole new product category yeah. that they could exploit. So I think there's a little bit of spotlight shifted off the note onto the Fold thing that they're trying to get out the door at the moment, the, the phone that folds out into a tablet. Cool. In other okay. gadget news, um, Huawei pushed out Harmony OS. Um, which is their operating system, which is built from the ground up. It's mm. like microkernel sort of stuff. So it should be able to run. You can make an, you, as a developer, you can develop an app once and have it run across all Harmony OS devices, be it the smart TV or the laptop or whatever. Okay. Hence the name Harmony. Harmony okay, OS, right. yes. Mm -hmm. uh, um, we're still yet to see what, what it's fully capable of. Yeah. Currently on a honor vision smart tv yes I also mean, questionable to be launching smart tvs at this point in the market yeah, where Netflix that's, is that's what china <laughs> really needs is another tv brand yeah yeah while he joins the tv race oh boy okay um and then yeah the, so we'll put a pin in that we'll discuss that as we get more details from that so i mean i, I read a little side note that the founder of huawei who doesn't have a big instrumental role to play in the company at the moment but you know obviously he's still i believe the chairman or something like that and he's the founder and he's quite old now but he tripped in to say things like he was kind of fighting talk you know um huawei has to 
uh, future-proof itself against these attacks from outside. One of the ways to do that, he says they have three to five years to streamline and optimize this company or else people are going to try and take them down. They've got three to five years maximum. He says they've got to shed all their little divisions of things that are wasting money and focus on the core business, blah, blah, blah. But he also said that, you know, two bullets were fired at the company and those two bullets happened to hit their petrol tank, you know. And this is like the fighting talk of bullets fired at the company. The two bullets, I'm guessing, was first the we won't, we won't use Huawei um, uh, 5G gear in America and then it was right, we're not having any Huawei products in America. I think yeah. those are the two bullets he's referring to. So fighting talk all right yeah uh, yeah that's that's neither here nor there until we get some devices that we can test the thing on yeah uh, it's promising for them and then lastly news uber uber the unicorn oh <laughs> <laughs> unicorns were startups that, that rocketed up to a value of one billion dollars or more before they had public launches and ipos and yeah, so on. so 5.2 billion net loss it's biggest that's, ever loss. that's just like in the last little while they've been losing money hand over fist for years and years 5.2 billion is its biggest loss yet yeah okay and now what's happening is everybody who has for years and years invested money into this loss-making entity is seeing the rise of all these new competitors all the countries that don't want uber taking over their you know their their passenger system their passenger transit systems um, everybody's resistance to uber's dominance of the market Uber is a fantastic product, make no mistake, but it is very difficult getting the social license to operate in every single new country you go into. It's running into more and more problems. And as fast as it's scaling up, I think you just can't lose 5.2 billion on the trot every year for years and think that the shareholders are just going to back you all the time. I, so, I, I, I still think it's a, it's a, it's a one-winner-take-all market. And I think Uber's going to be that winner. Now you so, so you think Uber's basically going to be the Microsoft Windows of the yeah. of the taxi Definitely. or ride sharing service? Yeah. No, that's completely completely unfeasible and impossible. I, I, mainly because there are already so many credible operators, and the product itself is just cars transporting people. There's nothing you know unique. There's no unique I, property to cars. I think when people. the EV conversation becomes a lot more global, okay, um, they have the most investment right now. I mean, Mercedes is throwing money at them. There's mm. like they're getting money from everywhere. Everybody's investing in their 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 vibe. Okay. I think they're going to be the main player. They're going to have the most money. They're going to be the biggest, okay. the baddest. Well, the I hope they're going to have the most money. They have been hemorrhaging billions of dollars for <laughs> I don't know five six years. How long? But there's, there's so around? much development. There's so much further down the road than any of their competitors. Well, their shareholders didn't think that, and the price of their stock dropped 11% yeah. on the announcement of their most recent 5.2 billion dollar loss. I mm. think they, they, they were a bit overvalued to begin with on that on that initial public offer. I mean billions, I, I'm sure it's over a hundred billion that they've tanked at this point. Okay? Yeah, they'll keep losing money, man. Just okay, like how Netflix, are they going to oh, make back a hundred billion profit? I mean, just like they Netflix, would have to own the whole market. We're running way moving over on, on this segment, moving on. Yeah, Net Netflix now losing subscribers for the first time in the US in the last quarter. Um, my read is Netflix has stopped just pumping money to like make everything. There's this whole controversy around like the two season or the three season limit that they put on certain mm -hmm, shows. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of content creators 
like the people who made Dolboss and those sort of showrunners, high profile showrunners, mm -hmm. who are complaining about the algorithm and how they mm -hmm. can't even figure out the algorithm. Mm. So they're kind of having the same problem that YouTube is having now, mm. where big content creators, if you're not like pumping out things all the time, mm. you're not friendly, you're not greasing the palms of like surfing his ex who run the algorithm, like you're not getting anywhere, people aren't finding your stuff. We yeah. discussed before, there was a show yeah. which is like right up my alley that wasn't presented to me right as, okay. an, as an as an option on, on netflix and I yeah think, i think that at a fundamental level let's recognize that streaming tv into people's homes is actually not exactly a high-tech undertaking okay it, is. it was it was a differentiator at the beginning but subsequently everyone's figured out how to stream tv down yes. to your home showmax is doing it in south africa you know amazon's not doing it hulu's doing it a whole baby's uh, not abc um the disney's doing it yeah. millions of people are doing it it's not a differentiator anymore but now the content has become the differentiator yeah. which is much more expensive and than setting with, up a streaming network and yeah. then with guys like the, the disney coming into the market and no, ending those deals with you're Netflix. competing against a whole lot of people with really deep pockets <laughs> To create content so the novelty of streaming tv is way past and it's no longer differentiated the content isn't for that you've got to have a lot of money so okay we'll see how it goes yeah, yeah. i'm still a netflix fan yeah i'm still a netflix fan it's not gonna in give up my subscription in time no no i i'd really enjoy amazon prime but it performs pit and miss in south africa i don't know why i want to get to the bottom of that i don't see a lot of content that's great on amazon no, prime. I, I do i just can't get it because it always messes around when I'm trying to get it going. Mm. Okay, awesome. moving on. Yes, Gavin, passwords, man. Ah. Passwords are a problem. I, I, like, we swap between devices a lot yeah. and we have to sign into services. Oh. And it's always, you'll get like outlying apps. So I've worked yeah. my, my, my Google, Google does this whole thing with saves your password. Yes, I really dig that. That saves but me huge not amounts of everything. Though. Yeah, there's always two or three <laughs> apps that don't work like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always the apps that I don't remember the password for, uh, and then I like have to go either have retrieve, to end up uh, making a note yeah, like on Google Keep or something. Okay. Or, yeah, with yeah. passwords, you know, just to break all the rules. <laughs> but it's just so inconvenient, man. Jeez. So what? What's your strategy, man? Okay, I actually can't give you my strategy on air because it's a terrible strategy, <laughs> and then everyone will know. Um, but. Uh, certainly I rely heavily when I start up a new phone I rely heavily on Google to have remembered my username and password from for my you know top five or six apps uh, one of the things it never seems to remember is my login to Microsoft services yes. like OneDrive so I only have to remember that password for example um, a lot of people swear by these password keepers yes which I'm gonna try and attempt an explanation yeah okay how it works is you have a, a special app that just keeps all your passwords it generates a password for you so when you sign up to facebook it creates a password for you that is unbelievably complex and difficult and you will never have to input it or remember until it until quantum computers become a thing well okay you will never have to remember it or type it in ever it generates this random complex password for you and then when you sign into instagram it does the same thing and then yeah. when you sign into uh, Google Drive it so does the same thing. All you need to do is remember the password so all to All you app. need to remember is your password to the password manager app. There's a couple of them. One is called LastPass. Yeah, LastPass one is, is called great. Password Keeper. And there's one called Dashlane that a lot of people seem to swear by. So I'm quite interested in trying out Dashlane. I haven't done so yet. Password Keepers, they generate hugely complex passwords. All you have to remember is the password to the app. There and is it falls in one for you. very expensive way to Ooh. solve all of your problems. Sticky notes? Uh -huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, just invest in the Apple ecosystem. 
because uh, keychain is incredible. Yeah, so keychain <laughs> is, is Apple's equivalent of this. I've never actually used it effectively, so yeah, I and know. like uh. Apple will try and generate passwords for you mm. as well, and just like just signing and everything just with my thumbprint that's, that's yeah I mean I'm very impressed that for example banking services will use my fingerprint why yeah. can't everything use the bloody fingerprint for example on PCs many laptops now have a little fingerprint scanner on the deck there and when you get to Facebook you can run your fingerprint through yeah. the thing and the computer then takes the fingerprint and then punches in the password and so Google's mm. actually testing now it should be launched soon to let you sign in like that on a lot of on a couple of okay. key services right. um, through Chrome yeah um, and then, yeah, uh, on that like Face ID at the Black Hat conference mm. last week, Face ID was hacked. Yeah, but yeah, it was like hacked in like the weirdest, most Apple way possible. Okay. Where, so, so Apple's Face ID works with like this attention feature where it must see your eyes. Okay. But if you're wearing glasses, the target it looks for is just like a white shape thing of the face. Oh. with. So it picks up the shape of your face, right. but it must see your, it must see a live person. Okay, right. You can't use a picture. Yeah. yeah. So it effectively just looks for the contrast between the white and your iris. Okay. So what they do is, mm. what these guys did, is they, they, they demonstrated on like a sleeping victim, <laughs> I'm making air quotes, uh -huh. um, and then they have glasses that they put on the person's face. Right. And then they just put a strip of tape, a white tape, across the eyes, black tape, okay, in the middle. So oh, that I it, see. Yeah, because it, 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 it only has this. Oh, where did they put the black and white tape on the eyes? On on the glasses. Oh, okay, okay. So like you really have to be sleeping very deeply <laughs> to not feel someone putting glasses on your face. <laughs> and I mean, you could be knocked out if someone would bang you on the head, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Ah, oh, insane. Okay, but interesting. I mean, if your if your biometrics do get hacked, I mean, you. You can't get new irises for your eyes. Yes. You know, what no, are you going to no, do? You <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. The, so so that's just a little anecdote speaking towards that. But yeah, get sure. a password manager yeah. or invest in Apple devices. Get into the ecosystem. Yes. Hold that garden wall up very, very high. And, and don't do as I do, which is use one password for everything. <laughs> cool, Gavin. Take a look. Take treasure right. this week. I was watching TV. I can't remember what I was watching. Oh, it was a Coldplay thing on Amazon Prime, actually. Uh-huh. Um, the Head Full of Dreams sort of documentary right. of how the band formed. And okay. Then, okay. So there's like a lot of music pieces. Right, yeah. And my wife was baking something. Oh, so like mixes man. were going. Steam, and then a kettle's going, kettle, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I figured out my TV is just really not up to terrible, it. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay. And I was now, like, I need, I need a soundbar. Okay, I have to say, sound is one of those most underrated parts of purchasing a TV. You can never actually test the sound properly because you're using a showroom or whatever. So just a, uh, a um, key point is you want to look for at least 20 watts of sound if you can. Normally they offer you two times 10 watts, yeah. which is great, but that is the bare minimum you will need for reasonable sound in a reasonable sized room. Okay, but if you can't get there, then sound bars are your next bet. Now, what we've discovered is that sound bars kind of jump up in price yes. quite dramatically when you want high features. The best budget sound bar I've used, which was a delight, is called the Hisense 2, but it has a code name, Hisense HS201C1. 
Hisense, of course, a local maker of TVs in South Africa. Chinese company makes their TVs locally, assembles their TVs locally, but the sound on their TVs has always been fantastic. So I took the soundbar seriously, and sure enough, it sounded absolutely fantastic. For now going for 759 Rand, it doesn't have a bass bin, which is great, because you don't have to find somewhere to stand that whole big subwoofer thing. It's Put it just, in a cupboard. It's, it's just a bar that goes with the TV, but it actually generates quite a lot of bass using a sort of a passive bass driving system in the back of the speaker set so I love this product it sounded fantastic it got really loud it's the Hisense 2 soundbar that's 2.0 which means it doesn't have a, a 2.1 the point one being the yeah. basement it's just a 2.0 it's called the HS 201 C1 from Hisense 759 Rand cool so mine is obviously mm. <laughs> <laughs> the long way down so I, I believe that you should be like I want to plug my Apple TV into the soundbar mm. and I have only one cable going from my soundbar to my TV. Okay. So I want to retrieve the audio from the source. I want to plug in my DSTV decoder into the soundbar and that means HDMI all the way. It's HDMI inputs which means you have to be able to control the HDMI devices through the soundbar which calls for a special technology called HDMI CEC. Mm. Uh, Gavin, what does CEC stand? I can't remember. Um, yeah, let's, ooh, let's just move beyond that. I'll give you the answer just okay. now. So for that, the cheapest option, like the entry level for that is like 3,200 Rand. I think mm. that's where the, the difference comes. It's like the price of a whole TV, <laughs> folks. So <laughs> soundbars that cost less than that will sometimes have the ARC audio yes. return channel, which means it's HDMI cable coming from your TV into the soundbar mm. that takes the, the audio there, but I don't like that because you're offering up an audio uh, HDMI port on um, your TV okay. for no good reason. All right. A lot of these things are coming with mm. only two HDMI ports nowadays, mm -hmm. which okay. is just infuriating. Yeah, you. Anyway, so these Philips HDL three one four O B soundbar, okay, three thousand six hundred and five runt, yeah, and it has Bluetooth connectivity, USB connectivity and it has HDMI CEC. It doesn't tell me how many HDMI ports, in ports it has on it, but mm. yeah, that's that's well, where I'm at. I'm only going to recommend one because they get ludicrously expensive when you From there on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it really, there's massive diminishing returns. Unless you listening to dramatic movies night after night in a full home theater space, you know, the price just becomes ludicrous. And Gavin so, says that you could buy a brand new TV for that price. And I'm like, well, actually, yes, you can. And he's like, matter. what are you going to buy for 3,000 <laughs> Them. And a very that's small TV. <laughs> where you came into this okay, conversation. Okay, true, true, true. Okay, but you could also get fantastic hi-fi speakers for that price, obviously, yes. which would be something else to think about. Um, I have got a second product to talk about here, which is a JBL Studio soundbar. It's called the OH4175. This is, again, just a bar on its own without the basement. I find the basements just get in the way. It actually generates too much sound such that the sounds actually distracting so uh, this JBL you can't go wrong with JBL in general terms and um, it's got a full set of features it's got again very uh, innovative way of producing bass without an actual bass bin and it also supports HDMI ARC. Lindsay's going to tell us what ARC is in a minute. ARC is Audio Return Channel. Yes, which is again just another fancy way of connecting up to your TV. It also has an optical port, which is something I believe in. So both the Hisense I mentioned earlier and this JBL both have optical audio connection, which is a full digital connection 
likely superior to HDMI. It's like a little cable through which light actually travels, which yeah. is really clever. So you can connect up in the most superior format with your JBL Studio Soundbar 2 OH4175 for $1999. The chances of a budget TV that has crappy sound having an optical output of very slim. Yeah, okay, that's also true. It's also true, especially if it's one of those 3,200 rand TVs. Wow, Kevin, just rub your privilege uh, in everyone's no, faces. No, 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 I'll, so HDMI CEC means consumer electronics control. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a feature designed to allow users to command and control devices connected through HDMI by using only one remote for control. Mm, you can still yeah. can switch sources as it were on the thing. Okay, cool. so that's our story. I mean, you could get my Hisense for 760 Rand. You could get Lindsay's 3,000 odd Rand <sighs> for your full control. But then you don't have to buy a brand new TV. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, just, you'll be looking at, your, looking at your postage stamp and overwhelmed <laughs> by sound. I am all about adding value to <laughs> things you already own. Okay. Um, and that's my story. I, mean, I am sharpshooters on social media. That opinion guy on the internet. ThatOpinionGuy.co.za is my website, ThatOpinionGuy on YouTube. Um, I've, all over the show, probably Sony camera reviews in the works, um, opinions about Harmony OS and how it's not up to scratch yet mm. and how it might be the future. Mm. Uh, yeah, all of that you can find on the website and writing a couple of awesome things for Gavin's Magazine as well. Oh yes. Um, yeah, one of the stories Lindsay's writing about is uh, is interviewing the MD of a company called Squidnet, which has a license to operate a low-frequency uh, telecommunications network, which we'll explain in some detail how this is really important, but this could be the way that municipalities in the future will measure your electricity usage or water usage, things like that, wireless meters that communicate over a low-frequency network. Mm. Um, I don't have much to add at this point. I'm loving my Huawei Watch GT. I've taken it for a couple of runs, fantastic metrics, although I'm struggling with connectivity on the phone, but the, uh, the watch itself is working up a storm. And that's my story. Cool. Okay, over and out. Cool. Bye.